time now. I'm hey, precisely on time. I don't know what you mean. You're just perfectly on time. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about what we're going to do on the show, but it doesn't matter. This show is all about the previews. My favorite, favorite show of the week. And man, it is a huge fucking week. So let's just do the damn thing. Let's do the damn thing. Mm, I like it when you talk dirty. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'll leave right now, Go Real, to do this by yourself. <laughs> you don't think anybody will watch that garbage? Some people will watch anything, Scarlet. That's true. Man, the amazing Amanda got me a shit ton of G.I. Joe pops today. Oh, that's cool. Nice, I know. Any standouts? Uh, the Fang, the Cobra Commander rides, where he's in a helicopter. Okay. Yeah, all of them were GameStop. We're having like a big discount on everything. Another episode of This Geek and Comics, Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. It's the Gomer and Taylor hour where we are just talking about all the new comics coming out this week. And really, there is no time to waste. Because, man, it's a huge week. One of the biggest weeks of the year, I'd say, in terms of just the enormity of books coming out. And there is a Marvel theme with Peach Momoko that we'll talk about. But, as always, if you see something, say something. If you are in the chat and you want us to talk about a book, we will talk about it. Just let us know. Starting over at Image, these books come out on Wednesday. Everything comes out on Wednesday except for DC, who wants to be special. And that's not true. I guess all the lunar stuff would come out on Tuesday. Anyway, well, go true, get your books but like you know, DC is definitely the uh, the marquee of that lineup. You know, yeah. Uh, Alex Packnadel, Casper Wingard, with a uh, debut over an image, uh, all against all. Number one, the art looks great. Sort of like a primal version of humanity, sort of thing. Um, set in the distant future. Um. A race of alien conquerors known as the operators have preserved its most savage animals in an artificial jungle. So, yeah, it's sort of like aliens and I don't know. It's like a zoo. Sounds kind of like right. Predator, you know? Right, right. It's an image comic, number one, so I'm definitely reading it. Uh, not much else from uh, image comics that, you know, hasn't already been going on. We do get the final, the finale of a do a power bomb. I don't Hell want yeah. to spoil who our stars are fighting in the final battle, but well, yeah, because um, with this dope. being the final issue, that means the trades on the way soon, and I'll be able to yeah, the check trade it out. should be here like yeah in a week, man. Uh, we're also getting all of these like Spawn covers where Spawn is just hanging out in in the on the cover, like for example, like one of the main characters in this book is just wrestling Spawn. Um, it's cool. He's got like the Wanda tattoo. That's cool. Uh, anyway, that, that's pretty fun. Uh, Golden Rage wraps up. Uh, but we also get a debut of a book called Hexware. Uh, why sell your soul when you can buy a new one? A corporate ruled world. Class inequality is greater than ever. They're, uh, the populace is drawn to neo-spiritualism and hedge magic. I don't even sure what that is, but... Uh, yeah, it's Tim Seeley. It's going to have a lot of, you know, weird shit going on. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going on here. The art looks pretty damn good. And it just looks like a modern day sort of witch sorcery sort of story. So That could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Kaya, Lazarus, uh, Least We Can Do, Little Monsters has been fantastic. 
Uh, Noctera gets a one-shot. Uh, focusing on Val, basically the main character in that. Uh, Radiant Pink is also debuting from the Massiverse. If you're into the Massiverse, you don't need to know about that. Uh, Andy chiming in. Thanks for hanging out, Andy. As always, we appreciate it. Go over to Facebook, search for Outright Geekery, and go to the group and join that group and hang out with Andy. I think Andy's uh, rocking the True Believers uh, right? tag there because I think it's a... Uh... Stanley's 100th birthday, or you know, would be obviously. Oh, yeah, it is. He would have been 100 or something like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Seven Sons uh, wraps with that series finale. Uh, we have Spawn because it wouldn't be a weekend image without a McFarlane or a Kirkman. And we get the McFarlane. Texas Blood number 20, Undiscovered Country 22, and Kirkman. So there you go. It is an all around amazing week at Image Comics. Just some of the best books they've had this year, uh, continuing or wrapping. Um, and then three big debuts, Kirkman, McFarland, just damn image throwing the heat this week, but that ain't it. We're moving on. Uh, boom studios. Uh, not a lot here. They do have this know your station. Number one, which is, uh, Sarah Gailey, uh, Liana Gongas, uh, the wealthiest people in the solar system abandoned the earth for a private sanctuary in space, leaving the rest of us, the rest of us to die in the climate cataclysmic change blah the one percent won't stay long forever there's a murderer on the loose who's targeting the filthy rich um so there's a i guess a private investigator named elise who is employed by the billionaire space station and shit just starts happening this looks pretty cool right that sounds, it sounds like it's got vibes you ever see that elysium movie it was yes. by the same guy who did district nine kind of reminds me yeah. of that a little bit yeah i love that shit man that was, that was good was yeah yeah, it was a great fucking movie. So, yeah, this looks pretty cool. I'm always about these sci-fi things that are, you know, trying to talk shit. So, um, all right. There it goes. So, yeah, we'll check that out. Uh, Behold Behemoth, you know, continues. It was pretty solid, but uh, Magic the Gathering is continuing. So, not really a lot from Boom, but this Know Your Station is enough for me to be excited about what mm. Boom's got this week. Uh, moving on to Dark Horse, a lot of Hellboy. Uh, Castle Full of Blackbirds is, you know, basically Hellboy. I think it's Mignola joint. Yeah, Mike Mignola. Yep. So a uh, lot of Hellboy. And then Hellboy in Love, obviously Hellboy. Uh, but we also get It's Only Teenage Wasteland. Um, Kurt Pyers and Jacoby Salcedo. Uh, when his parents go out of town for the weekend, Mexican-American high school, Ojavi decides to throw a party, one that'll launch him and his buds into popularity, or at least get them noticed by some girls. But when things take a turn for the worse, Javi and his friends are thrust into a situation and future they could have never possibly prepared for. Uh, so it's got a horror vibe to it. You know, they're talking nice house on the left and uh, what's the yeah. place from here. So, yeah, that's got some potential, man. Uh, I'm definitely checking that out. I am tripping over the grammar of the title, though. Yeah. I've been preoccupied with that the whole time while you were talking about the description. I know. I know. Uh, it's going to be a rough week. This is going to get lost in the shuffle just because, damn, there are so many good things coming out. Uh, but then we get Ones, which is Bendis's uh, new book. You know, we get issue two of that. Quick Stops number two, which is all about the askew, you know, view askew universe. Uh, and Shock Shop, Shock Shop Raps, which is Colin Bunn's little horror thing. So, man. Again, Dark Horse just bringing a lot of heat, dude. A lot of heat. And 
Um, yeah, I mean, we have to go fly through these because there are just so many damn books. Uh, Earth Divers number three, fantastic series about a bunch of Native Americans in the future who travel back in time to murder Christopher Columbus and change the present. So that is a that's fascinating a of, premise for sure. It's been yeah. a whole lot of fun too, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, we get another Godzilla book and My Little Pony continues. Sonic continues. Uh, the Armageddon game, which is the Ninja Turtle uh, event of the year, gets two books. Uh, the uh, Armageddon game number three, that's the main series proper uh, about the event. But TMNT ongoing number 135 is a tie into that. So it seems unusual for like, love. for like TMNT to be having like, you know, do I need to you know check out the tie-in series for whatever they oh, have I know. going on? You know, yeah, it's crazy, dude. But good for them. IDW has to be pulling the bucks from somewhere, and a Teenage Mutant Turtle event is not a bad way to go. Not at all. Yeah, um, I mean, they're still yeah, we'll probably uh, they're, they're still probably feeling the high of the uh, last Ronin money that they were raking in last year. You know. Oh yeah, and there's a good, there's a sequel to that coming out too. That one's getting a sequel as well. So. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the James Biggie cover for Windblade. Pretty good, pretty good one here. Uh, yeah. Windblade's not really as well known as I do not know who that is. Yeah, but yeah, she's cool. She's awesome. All right, here we go. DC Batman number one thirty, the finale of the failsafe arc. The preview for this is fucking nuts. I wish previews world ha world had it. It's basically Batman falling to Earth like from orbit. And yeah, that was a hell of a stinger we had last time. Yeah, yeah, dude, it looks freaking nuts, man. It looks just crazy. I haven't been this excited about the Batman series proper in a long time, and it's all because of Chip Zdarsky. Uh, I did want to show off one of these covers. Yeah, this one right here. Uh, the season's greetings cover with a bunch of the Bat family hanging around the tree doing presents. Yeah, that's well, right. that's that's pretty wholesome. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, moving on, uh, Deadly Duo number two. The first issue, this was just okay. It's really that Sylvester art that pushes this series forward. Um, I wasn't really a fan of the story. It felt like I had been It seems kind of like a gimmicky premise, you know, a little bit. Oh, it is, definitely. It is, definitely. But, I mean, it, so that Sylvester art, I mean, if it really is worth the price of admission alone. You know, yeah. his, his, his uh, pencil and pen work, so... Uh, the Asylum, Joker's Asylum gets collected. Uh, Night Watch, number four. Brave and the Bold, number 28, gets a facsimile edition, which is very nice. It's like the first That's know, not, Justice, Justice that, League. Is that yeah, where the Justice League premiere was in Brave and the Bold? I think that's the wrong cover, dude. I think so. Yeah, that seems broken to me. Oh, well. It's a facsimile I, anyway. It really doesn't matter. Um, huh. The event that I, just will I, not end. Yeah. You confused by that one? Yeah. Well, I just I didn't. I thought it was just Justice League number one was the issue. I didn't realize the Justice League or the modern. In, yeah. Well, yeah. The Justice League premiered in Brave and the Bold, apparently. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. think that's right. I think there's a problem there. I'll have to look into that. But it, it's not really going to matter. It's a facsimile. Go ahead and buy yeah. it if you want. But this is a boots on the ground of the big war going on currently at DC comics. Um, they've been dragging their feet a little bit with this. Um, yeah. 
it's not coming out as steady as I would like it to. It's almost like they're delaying issues and adding tie-ins to, I don't know, make more money. But anyway, I'm getting this. I'm going to check this out. I've really been enjoying Dark Crisis, and this looks cool, dude. This looks cool. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that fucking book. Uh, Gotham City Year One continues with issue number three. Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number three. This book has actually been damn good. Um, okay. The book about the Joker, you know, going off and doing Jokery shit outside of Gotham. Uh, love this Libra Mayo cover. Jeez Louise, that's freaking awesome. That's really that cool. So that could be a poster. Fun. Dude, right? That is so... Like a poster that you would have put up with your uh, Christmas decorations. Yeah. You know, only pull out once a year. Yeah. I'm like put it up there next to like the cover. Rockwell painting or whatever. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah. I'm hoping to get my hands on that cover uh, again so I can display it, you know, with the rest of my ha uh, Halloween uh, Christmas decorations. A uh, lot of covers for that, including this one, which also appears to be a Christmas cover. That's yeah, that's a too. that's a tree. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming out of, of DC Mad Magazine 29 Monkey Prince number nine, which, as we've learned this week, has become. You, you must read shit for the upcoming events this year. Yeah, um, apparently. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm actually off of this series, but I don't know. I kind of want to pick it up now that, you know, number 10 is going to be really important for the upcoming event. Cool cover mm -hmm. here. Really cool cover here. Um, Poison Ivy number seven continues that story, which is has – no business being as fun as it is, you know. She's straight up eco-terrorist in this, you know, like back yeah. to her roots. And it's been a whole lot of fun. Really fun cover there. And, yeah, that's about it. We do get the static book um, that's continuing. Um, but we wrap with uh, DC with the Sword of Azrael, number 506, which I have not even been reading. I read the first two yeah. issues. I did not care for it. I didn't care. Azrael has his fans, but I don't think either of us are one of them. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. All right, House of Ideas, Avengers number 63. This is part two of Avengers Assemble, which is the swan song of Jason Aaron on this title. Well, really with this team, you know, because it's been more than one title. It's been a lot of titles. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really hard to talk about this because you didn't read part one. I did. And, yeah, it's just been – it was a slobber knocker in that first issue. I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm – expecting this. <laughs> I'm hoping the shop got its backlog caught up this week and then I can read that and this would be a real shame if I have to hold off for another week. Right. Uh, all right. Here is the first of our Momoko covers right here. Pretty solid. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, moving on. Uh, Captain America Sentinel of Liberty. Number seven. This is the better of the two books, but. They're both really good, but man, they this are. one is just great. Looks like we're getting a, oh. a visit by Namor. That's fun. Well, that's always a bad time. No, nah, I'm just kidding. This well, they have a really fun relationship, you know. Like they do, they do. Disrespect. That's just. I mean, at, for real though, this is like, it. this is like a good pull on their part because this book is kind of leaning into a lot of the the deep lore for Captain America, or at least right. like hearkening back to his time in like world war two. And Hey, who is he hanging right. out with in world war two? Namor. Yup. And yep. Bucky, Amongst who is others, now on team bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting uh, to see where that goes. 
Uh, Captain Marvel number 44. This is the brood story again with another Momoko cover. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a theme. Oh, that one's, that one's really adorable, I got to say. I think so, too, man. I think so, too. And not the best of the bunch this week, but we're going to get there. Daredevil number six. Uh, this looks like it's going to be one of the best issues of Daredevil uh, of the year. It's uh, all about Elektra. He says, in the most shocking issue of Zdarsky and Shettle's Landmark Daredevil Epic. So, yeah, I'm hoping for some fun there. Another Momoko cover. I love this one so much. Just perfect, perfect. Uh, Dark Web, number one. This starts the big Spider-Man event that's talking about clones and X-Men are, are in there. Also with their own batch of clones. There is, yes, a Peach Momoko cover for this one. Oh, that's a good guy. Uh, not as good as the Stone yeah. Brothers, but it's, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, anything Mo, uh, Momoko does is is going to be great. So, I mean, yeah, uh, like a bad Peach little... Momoko cover is still you know pretty damn good. Oh yeah, I'm still not sure where I'm at with Dark Web. Uh, I'll probably <sighs> I'm get probably going to sit it out. I'm gonna I'll hear back from you, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hear back from you before I decide if I want to get it. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm getting all the tie-ins, but I'm definitely going to get this one bookend issue just to see if you know how deep I want to wade into the water. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Anything that is an event at Marvel, I am down uh, at least to check it out. Uh, Fantastic Four number two, great first issue here, man. Very excited to read the second issue. First issue was all about uh, the Thing and Alicia. This one's about Mister and Mister uh, Fantastic and Invisible Woman going on vacation and going to a small town where there's a bunch of Doombots in the town. Man, they're uh, having the worst luck great. with these small towns here. The Fantastic, right? Four. I think that's going to be part of it. You know, uh, yeah. That, the first issue was extremely charming, which is not a surprise. Yeah. Ryan North knows how to write charming. Yeah, um, I love this cover with the birds on Ben there. Oh man, it's fantastic! I think this is my favorite one yet. Yeah, another Momoko. Just, I think she's had one for just about every damn book that they've uh, solicited for this week. Uh, Ghost Rider number nine. The only reason we're stopping here because Ben Percy always kills it on this book is oh my gosh look at that peach mocha cover jeez louise that is oh man beautiful that is just i've never seen her do dude. such a scary cover before that's like really all cutesy yeah it's usually yeah. all cutesy but she's really pulling it out here that is just wonderful that is a fearful uh, looking ghostwriter there yeah right but I mean, this Ghost Rider book is always fun. It's exactly what you want with the horror that comes with this character. And yeah, it's Ben Percy. He just knows what he's doing. He's writing everything he's doing right now. Everything he's writing is just so great. You know, yeah. it's just really a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, Immortal X Men number nine, cream of the crop of the X Men books. And yes, there is a Momoko cover. Uh, Peach Momoko doing her best Psylocke here. Very cool. Love it. Love it. Uh, is this going to be a Psylocke issue? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah, this is definitely one of the stronger X books. Definitely, it's always a pickup for me. So yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, always having a lot of fun with that. They're really leaning into the Mister Sinister shit. That is yeah. going to be at the forefront of the next big event. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, another X book. Well, they do collect the uh, King in Black in the omnibus that's pretty cool you know mm -hmm. if you missed that event it was a whole lot of fun i had a great time with it it's also collecting inferno which was also really fucking good 
Uh, but moving on to another X-Book, Marauders. Uh, we're bringing this up because this is a main cover, Peach from Hoko cover. Um, Marauders oh, well, that's is uh, lower. Yeah, I know. That's her getting the main. Um, yeah. Marauders is one of the lower tier X-Books. Still a lot of fun. I think it's missing a lot of opportunities with the team that they got. Um, I mean, but, the main thing that hurts this book is that it was top tier, and it's not terrible now, but the yeah, drop-off is very noticeable. Yeah. Uh, speaking of It that, was way more fun when they were thing, pirates, you know? Right. Speaking of that same thing, we'll talk about uh, New Mutants here in a bit. Uh, but big debut of the week, Miles Morales Spider-Man number one. And yes, it does come with a Peach Momoko cover. Uh, Cody Ziegler, Federico Vicentini doing Miles Morales and doing it with style, man. These pages are just kinetic, so action-packed. There's motion yeah. in every fucking panel. Not just all, you know, every page, every panel. There's just shit moving. And this is exactly what you want from a Spider-Man book, you know? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's for years now, Miles has had the best Spider-Book going. And this yeah. is a good jumping on point for anyone who wants to get on that train. Yeah, I'm stoked to pick up a new series. Um, yeah, uh, Salad and Ahmed did a great job with his run. But I'm yeah. really excited for the Cody Ziegler era to start on the Miles Morales book. So definitely looking forward to that one. Now uh, we move on to Monica Rambeau Photon. That is just a poster, but I'm really looking forward to that book. I'm excited to read that book. But we do have another debut, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number one. And yes, it does have a Momoko cover. Jordan uh, Ifweka and Alba Glez. Uh, this is actually a really fun cover, I think. Um, just oh, captures yeah. so much in the eyes there, man. Just very, very well done. Um, we'll take a look at the preview here. Uh, this is obviously going to be, you know, an all ages read, getting people, yeah. psyched, you know, stoked for the new show that's coming out soon. And yeah, we get some roller derby in here, but not sure this is my cup of tea. You know, this is for a younger reader. I mean, probably not. But that being said, yeah. great artwork. Um, this is oh, a I character that I am looking forward to the show coming out. It's probably also going to be like an all ages type thing, but, um, yeah, this is a uh, sure. this was a this is one of the better characters to debut in the last uh, five or six years, whenever that was. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree for sure. Uh, that brings us to New Mutants number thirty-two, a book that yeah, was, yeah. you know, top tier X book, and then they changed creative teams, and the, the quality took a major dive. Like, I mean, right you said away. it. I mean that 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 first I gave I checked out that first issue with this new creative team, and it did not hook me. You know, yeah. Vita Ayala was doing such amazing stuff. It was probably the best X book for a really long time there. Consistent. It was very consistent. Yeah. So New Mutants has been on a real trip ever since the uh, the since the Krakoan status quo. Because like we had like Hickman was right. Hickman himself was writing those like off and on issues for the first arc, but then like those non Hickman issues were kind of weak. But then Ayala got on there and it was fucking amazing. And now we're back to this being kind of weak sauce, you know? Yeah, I I really hate that. It was such a good book. Uh, I'm still reading it, but yeah, I'm not enjoying it like like I was before. Yeah. Uh, Predator number five continues that story, which has been okay. It's been all right. Uh, Punisher number eight with a pretty cool cover here as Frank continues uh, his adventures with the hand. Uh, Things are really 
you know, pretty much coming to a head here where he's, you know, going to have to make a choice. Uh, either that or he's already made the choice and we're just waiting for the other, you know, shoe to drop. But, man, been a really fun series. One of the best things Jason Aaron has done for me in, in a long time. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, Secret Invasion was a good first issue. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that's going to be good. I, it's Maria Hill doing scroll shit, and I'm yeah. good with that. You know, it was right? a good stinger I'm, last time. You know, like one of these Avengers really was. is a scroll and all that. Yeah, it really was fun. Really a lot of fun. Uh, Spider Man number three, just an okay book. Uh, this is the one in the Spider Verse. Yeah, uh, but I did want to, but I did want to bring up this Marco Chichetto cover where he is just nailing spider-man here man. yeah that Gosh, is that's that a very iconic so pose for good. him and everything yeah that looks so good uh yeah, this I'm has been fun really as, yeah it's been fine i'm just not into it as much as i have been other uh previous spider-verse stories i don't know i, I mean this is as much. i mean if nothing else seeing uh mark bagley drawing spider-man again has been worth for it for sure yeah for sure for sure uh, I just think Dan Slott's trying to get in just another story that he had an idea for before. Man, this is a refreshing change of pace from like the uh, the mainline Spider-Man book right now. Yeah, yeah, the Romero so book. Maybe yeah. it just seems really good by comparison, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Hidden Empire continues over at Star Wars, uh, and then a book that we definitely have to talk about: Christopher Cantwell and the great J. Michael Straczynski back on. What is technically a Thor book, okay? This is spinning out of Cates and Klein's Thor, um, where at the end of that first issue, it was Thanos killing everybody with holding Mjolnir full of Infinity Stones, and that's this story. Oh, yeah, this this was the image. It was this. He had, like, a dark gauntlet. Yeah. He had, you know, Mjolnir and a bunch of shit going on. So... Yeah, I'm all in on this. I'm very excited to see where this is going to go. I mean, uh, you had me at JMS writing Thor, you know? For sure. That was a, I mean, that kind of gets a little overshadowed by uh, Jason Aaron's run, but JMS had a great run on Thor, you know? It was an amazing run. JMS was the only guy you could have brought in to fix everything that happened after Disassembled and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah you had to have a guy like him come in to fix what Bendis had broke. And I'm not saying that Bendis broke it in such a bad way. It was worth it, what he did. You know, what Bendis did to revitalize the Avengers using the methodology that he did. I thought it was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think only JMS, you know, is the only guy who could have come in and fixed it the way that he did. Just, just perfect. But yeah, stoked about this book. I think this is going to be a shit ton of fun. Again, this is just a one shot, so you're probably asking a bunch for it. Yeah, five dollars. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm just happy it's not six. Right, right. They would. That uh, seems like exactly the sort of thing they would charge six bucks for. At least, right, right. Uh, Nick Klein continues art, but it's Torn Gronbeck doing uh, the writing on Thor number twenty nine. Uh, again, Donnie Cates is either working on a big project or he's sick. There's definitely something going on with that guy. Uh, mm. Hopefully, it's a big project. Hopefully, but, a big um, project, yeah. Yeah. Still reading Thor. Thor's always a damn good read. Uh, Tiger Division number two. The first issue of this was not great. It just was not my cup of tea. It introduced this new Asian team, uh, a bunch of new characters on there, um, and I'm just not 
thrilled with any of them. Um, you know, the art is okay. It was big adventure in the first issue. Just not something I'm interested in. Just not something for me. Variance number five of five. This has been a fantastic fucking series. It's basically Crisis on Infinite Jessica Joneses. Hmm. And man, look at all these Jessica Joneses. There's some there. We get some over here. There's a cable one. There's a cowboy one. There's an Electra one. So fucking cool. Um, That's a lot of fun. Oh, man, it has been, dude. Gail Simone just having a shit ton of fun. Phil Noto can never go wrong with that guy doing art. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sad to see the series go. Uh, I would like to see more of, of that creative team take on more of this particular um, character. But alas, what are you going to do? Uh, and then we just get an onslaught of X-Men. X-Force number 35, Ben Percy, and the, Jesus, the horror of Beast in this uh, series. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Sever Blackmore's back, uh, the pirate. So, Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. just before uh, Ten of Swords, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's the Arako cover, and there's a demonized variant. They're still doing those. Um, oh no, this is X Men Red. This yeah, is it's for X Men totally Red. Totally different. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, totally well, different series. So you're not going to talk about it. This is X Men. Yeah, Red. Another bad. one of the top tier X Men books too. Oh man, this might be my favorite X book right now. Uh, it Stefano probably Pizzelli. is mine too. It's either this or yeah. Immortal, but they're both really good. Yeah, Al Ewing really just putting on a show here. Uh, I am not counting Abigail Brand out. It seemed in the last issue like no, everybody knows what Abigail's been doing. The jig is up. You know what I mean? She's going to get busted. Nope. Yeah. I think we're going to get something else going on there. Man. I think she still has a, an ace up her sleeve. You know, Watching her just be the baddest bitch has been such a treat. Yeah. I'm really enjoying Straight the Straight up Nick Fury. Like, yeah. Yeah, it looks like we're getting a, a resurrected uh, Vulcan here who is yeah. going to wreck some fucking shit. Yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be very fun. Very cool book. Great creative team there. Uh, and then we're also getting Extreme X-Men, uh, which is a Claremont joint, Salvador La Roca. And uh, this is set just after the original run of Extreme X-Men from way back in the So that's day. like the 90s? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's Claremont revisiting stuff that, you know, he... He, I guess, created anyway. But whenever uh, I see that Claremont's writing an X book nowadays, I just kind of assume that it's like, it's like a period piece, you know? Oh yeah, right, right. It's not really in continuity at all, yeah. but it certainly could be if somebody wanted to hook it into something later. So, sure, sure. I mean, it, but it's not current continuity, but it could be considered continuity. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's optional. It's optional. But great LaRocco art here. He does such good work. I love the, the coloring choices that they're doing here. And yeah, very excited to get my hands on this one. Very excited to get my hands on this one. Uh, all right, moving on. That is it. Oh, I do want to show off this uh, Phil Noto homage variant because it's Phil fucking Noto. Oh, that's awesome. Man, that looks great. Just so clean, vivid, beautiful shit. I mean, yeah. It's uh, all right, moving awesome. on to Dynamite. Dynamite actually has a book that most everybody is going to be picking up this week. Gargoyles number one, uh, Wiseman and Kambades. Uh, I've already gotten my hands on this. It's solid. It's exactly what. So you'd yeah, David was talking in the chat earlier. This yeah. seems like an odd place for Disney to drop this. 
It is. Uh, it really shows how Disney and Marvel are just spreading the wealth. You know, they've got stuff at yeah. every fucking publisher, whether it's uh, Firefly, which they technically own, or Star Wars, or Gargoyles now. Um, they throw a lot of their um, all-ages yeah. reads over at IDW, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised this didn't go there, you know? Uh, I think they – yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. I really appreciate them spreading the love, though. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we're going to throw Dynamite, a book that's going to sell 250,000 copies. It's going to be their biggest book of the year, and we're not going to do any work for it. We're just going to give them the license and have them go to town. And wow, wow. I, I can tell you it would be really mutually beneficial. Out. I mean, this yeah. especially yeah. has been uh, really uh, tugging at the nostalgia strings for a lot of people recently. They're making the new show right. and everything. So, right. right. Here's the Fleeks cover. Really cool. Tony Fleeks cover here. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, Gargoyles number one. Really looking forward to this one. Uh, they have a purple blank cover, a red blank cover. And the stone, because you know when the sun comes out, they turn into stone. Yep. Yeah, the stone cover. So very That's cool clever. shit. And uh, and then yeah, a bunch of convention. And then cheesecake, yeah. Bucks. And then Vampirella Red Sonia for four bucks. That is all cheesecake. But again, Gargoyles is going to be Dynamite's biggest book of the year, and it's not even going to be you know close. So uh, really stoked to get my hands on that. Uh, and then we have everything else. Uh, our indie guy is not here. So uh, there's Dahlia in the Dark. That looks pretty interesting. Looks like a, a sort of supernatural, you know, badass doing supernatural badass stuff. Uh, family Time, number one, seems okay. Seems okay. They're is vacationing a... in Ireland. And it's like a portal story. They fall into like a portal. What Ireland. is the character writing on that cover? Right oh, a, uh, a wolf. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, a really weird sort of, yeah, it's a really weird, like, sort of front-on sort of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is a Jay Lee cover, though. Jay Lee's awesome. So, yeah. No, no kidding. That actually, seems that, okay. the tiny person riding a wolf, though, looks exactly like one of the characters in the D&D campaign I'm in right now. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to have to send that to her, um, actually. You're right what was but, the name of it yeah i think that's about it it's called um a uh, family time okay okay yeah family time and so yeah there's a there's a ton of books coming out but i just don't know enough about them quested actually looks okay it's an all ages uh fantasy book from the looks of it a lot of different variants for that uh rick and morty versus cthulhu if you like rick and morty you will always like a Rick and Morty comic. They're perfect. And um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, number one. Sort of getting in on the whole ho-ho horror, you know, Christmas horror. Um, yeah, and that is about it from the smaller press. I'm sure there's other stuff, but I don't know about it. We ain't got David this week. Just We ain't got David this week. He's my guy at the small press. So. Going over our heads, yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. It is um, a huge, huge week. Yeah, you weren't kidding. That is an onslaught, especially from Marvel. They're doing like all their Dude. big X books. Yeah. All the big X books. Batman 130. 
Um, all the all that Joker shit, you know, that's coming out of DC. Yeah. Um, Poison Ivy. I mean, I don't even know what book that the Avengers book. You know, continuing that. That Avengers saga. book is gonna. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, yeah. X Men Red, Immortal X Men, the top tier X books. Um, I'm looking forward to Fantastic Four number two. That was a right? hell of a. Daredevil. That was a hell of a debut. Yeah. Oh yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. I mean, that's Dark that's one of the best books they have going. My Ghost man, Rider. it is just it's a the Miles it is Morales relentless book. this week. Oh yeah, and yeah, a new number one Miles. Yeah, I mean, it's just an amazing fucking week. Um, Predator, Punisher, Secret Invasion, the regular Spider-Man book, the adjective list, Thor. I mean, variants. It's a giant fucking week. Gargoyles, number one. JMS on fucking Thor again. Dude. Although, I, mean, I guess more amazing. Thanos than Thor, but still. It's amazing. It's a, such a huge week. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I got three. Just three. You know? So, um, yeah. We're going to talk about all those books next week on Sunday. Come back for the Sunday show. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want more from us, again, come back Sunday. The Bullies, if you want more of them, Leroy and Eli did a show last night. It was awesome. Check that out. If you need links to any of that stuff, go to OutrakeEQ.com. Up there, we've got links to every damn thing we've got going on. Uh, the shows, the social medias, the the merch, the Patreon, everything you would ever want. Please check that out. We would really appreciate it. Um, again, yeah, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We really appreciate it. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy. Good times. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel.